Greetings and welcome to the Talkish Show, a show where we talk about anything and everything. I'm your host, John Medina. And I'm Aaron Williams Conley, and this is the Talkish Show. Uh, this show's rundown consists of Chris Tucker's tax bill, Legos in Space, Apple, again, uh, Been in the Limits, Way to Brag About It, The Final Frontier, Time Change, and we have some more great news regarding our show. Okay, so this first story um, is almost a repeat of a story that there, that we had a few years ago. Um, Wesley Snipes actually now has a new best friend. Just kidding. Uh, Chris Tucker reportedly reportedly had a multi-million dollar tax bill. This caused the IRS to put a $2.5 million lien against Tucker last week. Uh, his agent has said that it stemmed from poor accounting and business management, but he has reached a deal to settle it with the IRS. I understand that the more money you make, the more money you pay in taxes – but you know about taxes. When you get your paycheck, you should know that you're paying taxes on it. When you buy a house, you should know that you have to pay taxes on it. When you buy a car, you should know you have to pay taxes on it. Like Benjamin Franklin said, nothing is certain but death and taxes. So what does that mean? That means we know we're going to die one day and we know we're going to have to pay taxes. It doesn't really matter where you live. You're paying some form of tax to where to somebody where you live once again i said this on last week's pod when we had the uh when we had the conversation about wesley snipes um and and this is sad but true you know you can actually get away with murder in this country but no one escapes tax evasion um and i actually i've actually known about chris tucker having a uh, some uh, irs um problems for a little bit I believe I found out at the year he hosted uh, one of the BET awards, he uh, was talking about it, um, which really made me kind of, you know, it's one of those things that unfortunately, you know, you would like to think that if you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars and, you know, you're an actor or, you know, such as you would at least take the time to pay your taxes or at least get a good accountant. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at least get a good accountant. Yeah. And I, I think it stems to something along the lines of living beyond your means or, or not even necessarily that, but just not planning for it. Um, and that's why that's why people that have a lot of money need to have accounts because they need to have somebody to say, this is how much it costs to buy this. This is how much it costs to own this every year because you, you know, you buy a house and you pay whatever for your house and then every year you have to pay taxes and insurance on it just like with well with a vehicle it's a little less with a vehicle but it's the same concept when you buy it you pay for the item itself but you have to pay to own it as well i mean maybe maybe chris tucker's having some financial issues maybe that's why they were finally able to convince him to be in the new friday movie that they're working on you know i mean I haven't really seen him in anything lately, at least nothing nothing that made a bunch of money. Uh, I think the last movie he was in that that came out was like the Silver Linings Playbook, and that was in, uh, what, 2012? And, uh, I mean, it's only two years, but when you are used to spending 
couple million dollars on just random things every year. I mean, yeah, no, I completely, um, I completely understand where you're coming from with that. And that's the thing about being an actor is that, you know, if you're not in a lot of movies, then you tend to have, you know, you tend to have, I wouldn't say money issues, but I mean, you have to make your money last a little bit longer because it's not like a nine to five job that you do every day. You know, plenty of actors spend years shooting movies and then, you know, they're off work for like another couple of years or whatever, you know. And, you know, so that's the thing is that it, it just you have to kind of just stay up. And, you know, you, you're going to see actors who are in like every movie over the next couple of years. And you're going to see actors that are barely are in a movie like once every five years or something like that. And, you know, I like Chris Tucker. I, I loved Rush Hours. I loved him and Friday. Um, I love Chris Tucker. I think he's a great actor. Um, which, you know, I think is a shame that, you know, he's having tax issues. Um, but I think it just kind of goes along with my same opinion on Wesley Snipes from last, uh, last week's pod was just cause you know, it's just, it's sad, unfortunately, but I mean, you know, it happens to everybody or not everybody, but you know, the federal government, they don't play, man. IRS. You know, the good thing about this story is that he's not going to prison. They've reached a deal for an undisclosed amount of money to settle it. And that's good. He, you know, he said, okay, I realize that I've made a mistake and what do I have to do to fix it without going to prison? You know, and and I don't know the whole Wesley Snipes story uh, behind the jail time and everything, but either one, he didn't have the money or two, he was too stubborn or he fought it too hard and they were just like to heck with it and they wanted to send him to jail. So I'm glad that Chris Tucker took the high road, paid his taxes, just let it go, and now he can move on with his life. The next story that we've got is Lego Telescope. A man by the name of Gabriel Russo, hope I'm pronouncing that right, submitted a design on Lego Ideas. What Lego Ideas is, is you can go on to Lego's website, and you can go to their Lego Ideas section, and you can submit an idea of what you want a new Lego kit to be and then people vote on it and once a certain amount of people vote on it it gets put into a pot i guess you could say and they will consider it alongside with the other ones that have received a certain amount of votes which happens to be ten thousand votes um and and then they will pick one of them and they'll release it for a lego website ten thousand votes is quite a bit i mean I don't personally know anybody that's ever been to the Lego website, including myself, until I read this article. But the the Lego version would be of the Hubble telescope, and it would be for the 25th anniversary of the telescope, and that is in 2015. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, it'd be it'd be interesting to see how they're going to design the Legos to actually look like the telescope, and and how intricate the building would be. I'm not necessarily sure that this would be geared towards the younger kids. It would definitely be an older kid slash adult that likes to play with Legos kit. It's going to be, I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's one of those things is going to be, it's going to be more of like a, of a, of an educational way to take, you know, kids from playing with Legos to saying, you know, well, you like playing with Legos. Let's introduce you to the Hubble Hubble telescope, you know, just a good, kind of segue for educators to kind of go take something that kids love to, you know, actually turn it into something educational. So that way to kind of give them an excuse. And if you look at this design, it's actually really dope. Um, 
Yeah, I, I like the design a lot. I think they I think the guy did a good job with. Yeah, it. he did a great job. It's, it's actually pretty intricate. Like I didn't I didn't know really what to expect until I looked at it and I was like, wow, like this is. I'm actually really impressed. It definitely looks like the Hubble. And and some of the Lego kits that it's going to be uh, put into the pot with, and they're they're going to vote for them, and they're going to consider making them include uh, Wally the robot from Disney. You know the Disney Pixar movie Wally. The other one is Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker's lightsabers from Star Wars, which I I have an internal Gotta debate because I love space and I love Star Wars. Why can't they just make both? You know, I mean, it, it, it's not I, – I don't really know how much money actually goes into making a Lego kit versus how much they sell for versus how many they would actually sell of each versus – you know all the overhead expenses but probably because you haven't bought legos in years <laughs> yeah well you're not wrong but if they could get away with it i think it would be awesome if they just made both it'd be a good time we'd have a lot of fun with it and i i mean i might actually go buy the lightsaber one i don't know if i would necessarily you're not buying the lightsaber one stop it <laughs> <laughs> why not it would be fun because you don't buy anything like <laughs> hey i did buy a new mic so this the next podcast will sound a lot better because we got some new tech coming in okay so this next story apple always in the headlines with apple <laughs> once again guys john is an apple hater i don't i don't understand your hatred with apple i don't hate apple but I have a bias over almost everything before Apple. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's hate, but I that's have... That's extreme dislike. I, I don't have love for Apple. But beyond that point. Okay, so the first thing is, and I know everybody's heard this story, so we're not really going to delve into it too much, but uh, Apple was... Well, the iCloud accounts of some famous celebrities were hacked, and they leaked a bunch of nude photos of these celebrities all over the internet. Whoever did that is definitely breaching the privacy of these people. Whether you think they should have taken the pictures or not is not really the argument at this point. The argument is it was a breach of privacy, and it was really a lesson for everybody that you need to make sure that your stuff is secure and safe because – yeah, nude photos are you don't want all over the internet, but you don't want anybody to get your bank account numbers. You don't want anybody to get your social security number, anything like that, because that can lead to identity theft. You know, and and nobody wants that. It takes years to fix it, and it's just a horrible situation. So this really raises some concerns about privacy, especially in cloud-based computing. And that's the thing is that you know personally, I feel like. On one hand, I completely agree with you. I mean, you have to, you really do have to be careful. I mean, that's one thing that I always kind of am very, I don't have an iPhone, but anytime I do access like my bank account information or my credit card information, I always kind of make sure I log out. I kind of, I don't really ever save my passwords on uh, my phone or anything just because you never know. And, you know, when situations like this arise, it really puts everybody in risk of, you know, not just, yeah, new photos, that's funny, haha whatever but you know it, it could have been more serious than that and it, it could still be more serious than that you know we've just the only thing that's been publicized is the new photos um but yeah it's just it's unfortunate that you know that's how it went down but you know like i said it's one of those things that i know a lot of people are probably going to cry out and say you know if you don't want those type of photos leaked then maybe you shouldn't take them it's like 
you know, when you think that you're the only one who's going to be seeing them or like, you know, you, you never think about stuff like that until you until something like this happens. So I'm not mad at Jennifer Lawrence. And I know that uh, Jennifer Hudson actually was a victim of it as well. Um, I heard about that earlier today. Um, it, it's one of those things that I mean, they're you know, we all take photos that maybe, you know, we don't want everybody to see. And, you know, it's because we feel secure enough because we live most of our lives on our phone. So, you know, I'm not mad at Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not mad at Jennifer Hudson or any other celebrities that were victimized um, about this. I'm I feel sorry for them and I empathize with them because I definitely know that if I had an iPhone and my iCloud passwords hacked, some of my photos got leaked. I would probably feel, you know, I'd probably be upset about that as well. And, you know, of course, I'm not their level of famous. But at the same time, it's all about personal privacy. Definitely. And Apple, the the general consensus had been that they hacked the iCloud accounts through Apple's in. Apple has released that none of the cases that they have investigated resulted from any breach in any of Apple's systems, including iCloud. Now, so what they're saying is happening happened was that they hacked into the accounts using usernames and passwords. Although that's passing some of the buck on to the user, that does not mean it's the user's fault. But there was a issue with the iCloud accounts. Apple did not have it set up to where it locked you out after a certain amount of tries. So these people that hacked into the accounts were able to try an unlimited amount of username and password combinations in order to get in. Now what Apple has recommended to stop that is to initiate a two-step verification process onto your iCloud account. The problem with that is it doesn't actually do anything for the iCloud account. It only does it only protects certain things like banking information and stuff like that. So it's not actually going to protect your photos anymore. Now that will be changed. I know it will. Apple's really going to work on getting that. And, and to be completely honest, all cloud-based services are. All of them, Dropbox, uh, Microsoft OneDrive, you know, Google Drive, all of them are very happy that it was not their service that got hacked. If one is that easy, they probably all are. Now, it's not saying that it's easy, but it's not saying that it's impossible. Anything with humans has the ability to do that. So people need to make sure to pick difficult passwords. They need to make sure that they change them every so often and, and make sure that they really take care of their stuff and make sure it's secure. This is bad timing for Apple. It's very bad timing for Apple. They're about to have their new... Uh, they're about to have their show. Everything's going to be revealed. They're looking at the new iPhone coming out. They're looking at their new uh, their new iWatch coming out. And and this could not really have came at a worse time because not only does it put them in the publicity or in the news with bad publicity, it also actually made their stock drop, which is kind of weird and interesting. And and why that would happen just because of something so small, I'm not sure, but it did. Yeah, and you know, I, I was actually under some type of thinking about getting the iPhone six, um, at before, you know, once I see the specs on it and kind of see, you know, because I'm actually, I'm an Android user currently. Um, but I was actually thinking about making the switch, uh, cause I work with a lot of Apple products, a lot of, um, and so I thought it would kind of make my life a little easier. And after hearing the iCloud get hacked, I mean, once again, I'm not really too concerned about it just because, 
you know, it, it's one of those things that if you get upset about everything that has, you know, some type of breach in their security, you probably wouldn't use most electronic things. But at the same time, I definitely agree with, you know, because um, the I, all of Apple's rumored to have on, I believe, September the 9th, have the reveal for the iPhone and, you know, all this stuff, you know, and it's just such a bad time for them. You know, I, I really do kind of empathize with Apple a little bit just because, it's, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it's one thing to kind of have something happen that you're in the media for or whatever, you know, but to have something that cause your stock to drop is not good. Especially when it's so close to your, you know, your big event that you're going to reveal everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, now the only good probably thing about this is that obviously there's still going to be half a million people who buy the iPhone 6 anyway. So, I mean, their stock is going to shoot right back up. But, um, you know, so, I mean, if you're thinking about buying stock, you know, buying Apple stock currently while the stock has dropped might not be a bad idea because I can guarantee you because every year the iPhone comes, the new iPhone comes out, their stock shoots up. Oh, yeah, it, it would not be a bad investment to go ahead and go pick a little bit of that up now. So th- this this next thing is actually still kind of a continuation of, of the Apple story. Because of the, the hacking and, and all of that, it actually started a new trending topic on Twitter this last week. And the, the trending topic was hashtag if my phone got hacked. And I've got my Twitter up right now, and some of these are actually really, really funny. Some of them are, are more serious. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read one of the serious ones first because it's it's actually kind of speaks to what the breach of privacy that, that this hack actually caused. And it says, it would, be scary and it would be a scary invasion of my privacy that would leave me rattled and nervous, impeding my ability to live my life. Will it impede the celebrity's ability to live their life? Probably not, but it is scary and it is rattling and it would make you nervous to just know that everybody that's – well, not everybody, but to assume that everybody that's looking at you could have possibly seen those photos is very nerve-wracking. You can't go into a room without thinking everybody knows what I look like naked, you know, and that that would make me nervous personally if I walked into a room if I knew that, and and so – yeah, they're celebrities, but they're humans too. Uh, you know, and, and that's the thing is that if if I was, you know, like I said earlier, you know, we were talking about it. It's it, it's a big deal, but it's not. I mean, I know a lot. I mean, there are plenty of celebrities who, you know, have had photos of them leaked, not because their account got broken into. Um, so, I mean, it's one of those things that with celebrity, it's. Everyone is trying to find out everything about you and find out these things anyway. It's just this kind of made it easier for people. I mean, eventually somebody was going to come up and say, oh, I have a picture of so-and-so, you know, less de- less than decent. I mean, it's it's just how it is. It's the nature of the business. When you are a person in the spotlight, then you, people feel the need to invade your privacy and invade your life and try and monitor you 24-7. It's just how life works. It's the price of fame. So, I mean, you know, on one hand, it's it's one of those things that, you know, I, yeah, the photos got leaked. Yeah, it's awkward. And I empathize with the people who, you know, may go through it. But at the end of the day, like I said earlier, I don't feel like unless you're famous, then it's that big of a deal. I mean, obviously, you don't want if you have a less than decent photo of yourself that you believe got leaked, you don't want anyone to have that, whether it be, you know, the media or whether it be some creepy guy down the street i mean you know you don't you know what i'm saying it's just 
you know, it's not the to me. It's it's one of those things. It's just not the biggest deal in the world for the celebrities. I mean, you know, they go through it on the daily. This is this should to them. This should just be just another day. Yeah, and and speaking of the creepy do- guy down the street, he actually uh, tweeted something too. He says, <laughs> "I feel like I would owe someone for emotional damages and a lifetime of trauma once they opened my browser history." That sounds really creepy. That guy has got some creep going on, and his his photo actually is kind of creepy too. John, it's not okay to read from my Twitter feed. Okay. Well, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Kidding. And I th- I think his I think his photo is actually a meme of somebody from the Hunger Games, which <laughs> that's that's kind of ironic. I wonder if he he made that happen just just after this whole situation. Now, if I can, I mean you know that's a, if my phone got hacked, I don't know if I would necessarily worry about I. I've worried about a lot of things, but I'm not. I, I couldn't honestly tell you off the top of the head like what would be the first thing like where I'm just like, oh my god, you know. I hope no one te- checks my browser history. I probably <laughs> wouldn't trip off that. I mean, because you know, incognito mode. But um, it, I don't really think anybody would trip over their browser history. Really, there's, if it's I think that interesting, more... yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that I. I mean, not to you know, judge or to try and group this group of people together but i mean probably most 16 year old boys with smartphones probably you don't want to look in their browser history if they're not avid about clearing it you know what i mean and even you know what i'm saying it's just one of those things like you know everybody kind of does their own thing it's your phone you feel like it's safe and secure and no one can know what you're doing and all that stuff until something like this happens and then you feel upset so i mean it's one of those things that you reap what you sow if you don't want anybody to know what you're looking up, what you're Google searching, what you're watching late at night, then don't. Then, I mean, I guess either don't do it or just make sure your phone doesn't act. Right. Uh, and, I mean, on 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 the more lighter side, kind of joking side of, of this Twitter trend, uh, some, somebody tweeted, I would be so happy if someone was finally interested in my collection of cat gifts. Now, that's just taking a situation that a lot of people are treating seriously or, or getting really worked up about and kind of putting a humorous feel on it. And I, I think that's pretty funny. Um, I, I that's, that's one of the more amusing ones that's, that I've seen so far. And I, I think it's all in good fun, and I don't really think anybody should get too upset with with trying to make a little bit of fun at it because you know one of the best things you can do in bad situations is laugh a little bit yeah i mean you know like i said i i think people are overreacting once again i don't have an iphone so i'm not you know falling victim to what they're going through but at the same time i just feel like you know it's it it's it happens you know i've had you know there was a thing going around i know people who get hacked on facebook like once a week you know, I know people who get, you know, and when I say hacked on Facebook, I don't mean like hacked by a person like that they know. I mean, like, seriously, like somebody, you know, puts a hack and they type a bunch of statuses or they tag you in something about weight loss or, you know, just those weird things that you've seen on Facebook. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's one of those things that it affects our everyday life. The more and more dependent upon technology that we get, the more and more you're going to see stuff like this happen. But I mean, you know, when you can put a funny spin on it, you know, it just makes everything way better. Definitely, and and one of the celebrities that actually was uh, rumored to have had pictures leaked was uh, Kaylee Cuoco. 
Kuoko, I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, she's For those of you that don't know, she's the girl that plays Penny on The Big Bang Theory. And she actually posted a photo on her Instagram earlier this week that was of her and her husband. And they obviously had their bathing suits on. You could see it. But she pixelated uh, the top part of her bikini and hit, she pixelated his swimming trunks, which made him look like they were uh, – they were naked and it, it was really funny and, and it was poking fun at something and, and it was kind of her way. I look at it as her way of, of kind of saying, you know, you can't keep me down just because you supposedly have this. It's not going to bother me. I'm, I'm going to make fun of it and I'm going to have a good time with it and I'm, I'm not going to let it bother, bother me. You know, I'm going to keep living my life. And, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and you know, like I said, as a celebrity, this is just a normal day for you. You know what I'm saying? I like the fact that they can poke, they can poke fun at it and just be like, you know, ha-ha, you know, it happened, whatever, and just move on with their lives. It's not a big deal. Uh, made headlines for a couple of days, but at the end of the day, no one's worried about it. Exactly, exactly. Um, staying, staying on the, the tech theme, uh, we're, we're going to talk about Samsung's reveal show that they had earlier this week. So, of course, with Apple getting ready to reveal some of their latest equipment, Samsung had had to do the same. They actually revealed the new Galaxy Note 4, and they revealed the Galaxy Note Edge. Now, this is an awesome device. It's going to be the first phone with a curved screen. So on the right side, the screen actually curves all the way to the back of the phone. So not only do you have your screen on the front, you have a screen that's the thickness of the phone as well. Now the front screen is going to be a 5.6 inch display and the side display is going to provide quick access to things like the flashlight, social media sites, news, and other frequently used apps. I'm super excited about it. I think it's the, the next step in phones. Um, you know, we're, we're getting closer and closer to that all glass phone, that, that phone that you kind of see in, in the movies and, and on you know, futuristic TV shows and things like that. They, they kind of show the, the completely glass phone. And I think we're getting close to that. And this is the first step in that direction. And I, I'm, I'm really excited and, and it'll be interesting to see what apps actually consider that bar and, and build a special feature into their app for that second screen there. And, you know, it would, it would be, I could see Samsung doing this because they're obsessed with thing with curving glass. I mean, they've got curved TVs. They've got curved. Every, Speaking curved of phones. curved TV, have you seen the new Samsung curved TV? Yeah, I was. I saw it on uh, Best Buy's website. I think it was, and <laughs> it's nice. Let me let me run let me run you. Okay, so I was at Best Buy the other night, um, and I had walked into Best Buy. I was uh, buying a charger for my girlfriend, something like that. Um, so I was walking into Best Buy and I, of course, was waiting on the line to die down because even though it was like seven o'clock at night, people are in Best Buy like it's the mall. So I was walking back to the TV section because I'm in the market to buy a new TV uh, during Black Friday and I saw the Samsung Curve TV. That thing looks amazing. The resolution is stupid high. It looks like a great TV. It curves. So you kind of feel like you're in growth. Like it kind of draws you in. Like, the picture is very bright, very high resolution. Like, it really is a good-looking TV. Then when you see that it costs three thirty five hundred dollars you're just like, you know what? It's not even that great. You know what I'm saying? It's just, 
Like that thirty five hundred dollar price tag is not worth it. Like that is the price of my car. Like it's. Oh yeah, and and I mean to to be completely honest, with all the other TV options that are out there, there's no need for the curved TV. And and I'm sure it was a 4K TV, which is ultra, you know, ultra HD, which is is nice and. And it would be sweet. Um, really, I mean, the only the only thing that that utilizes 4K right now is Netflix. So if you have Netflix and and you're really passionate about having like super clear picture, then it it wouldn't necessarily be a horrible investment to get you a 4K TV and and use it in conjunction with your Netflix. But it it's expensive. I mean, that is a chunk of change for someone to spend on a television. That's gonna be obsolete in four or five years, you know. Yeah, that that's that's the most unfortunate thing about technology, especially television, is that technology is constantly changing. So like, you can buy a TV today, and by Christmas there will be something new out that's better than that. Like it's it's unfortunate, but it's just it's how the world works. That's why you know they come out with an iPhone every year. That's why they come out with a new Samsung product. You know, I mean they're busting out two flagship phones a year. Like they're busting out a new. Uh, ga- like the Galaxy S5 uh, came out earlier this year, and then the Galaxy Note 4 Edge is coming out this year as well. So they're busting out two flagship phones a year, and so it's just you know technology is moving that fast. Yeah, and and that's one of the awesome but horrible things about technology it's awesome because we're constantly getting new news about what's next what's greatest you know what what they're building on and what they're going to do next but at the same time it gets really expensive if you actually try to get the latest and greatest every time it comes out because you'd be buying a new laptop every couple weeks you'd be buying a new tv every couple months you'd be buying a new phone every couple months and it's just something that realistically most people cannot do but progress is progress you know we we if if the manufacturers slowed everything down to where each person could fully appreciate known every new thing we would still be working with windows 98 you know i mean it's just in in order to make the leaps and bounds in technology that we've had we've got to move a little faster than the general public can which is 100 percent true i mean i bought i have a note i have a galaxy note 3 um and i bought it back in february or early march something like that and i'm already in the market for a new phone like it's, it's you know i literally have not even had the phone a year yet and i'll probably have a new phone before it reaches 12 months so it's it's just the way you know and, it, and it's and it's less about the fact that i need a new phone it's more about the fact of just tr- i guess trying to keep up with the joneses you know just trying to keep up with the way technology is moving, um, which I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, there's you can only do it so much. I mean, you shouldn't be out buying every new product as it drops. It just doesn't work like that. Um, you know, it just it's just what you have to do. So I mean, you know, me personally, I I try and do what I can to keep up with technology. But at the end of the day, I'm not gonna break my bank for it. Yeah, and I think that. Some people just do it for bragging rights almost to say that, hey, have you seen the new Galaxy Note 4? Oh, no, man, I haven't seen that phone yet. Oh, well, here it is. I happen to actually have it. You know, and there's there's people that 
that pride themselves on that, and and they want the bragging rights of having the latest and greatest, and and being looked at by their peers as somebody that's very forward thinking and somebody that that knows about all the new stuff and that has the knows the ins and the outs of everything, and and they're always the first person to get it, and you know I, I don't I don't hate them for that, I don't judge them for that, but sometimes you just gotta let that new phone go you know i mean i have the galaxy s4 galaxy s5 came out i thought it was awesome i really wanted it but it just wasn't in the cards for me now will i get you know the galaxy s6 maybe will i get the note 4 maybe i mean it i'm getting to the point where i've had my phone for a year and a half so i'm getting to that point where it's starting to kind of give me a little bit of issues and, and it wouldn't necessarily be horrible for me to get a new phone, but it's just one of those things where I haven't gotten every single model that's came out since the S4 because I, I don't need it and I know about them and I know what they can do and it's just not that big of an upgrade for me. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, when I upgraded to my Note 3, I was coming from a Galaxy S3. So, you know, I was I wasn't, you know, jumping from like, you know, the S four to the Note three and then I was gonna get the S five. Like not from, you know, uh, S three, which the S five was out like a month later after I bought my phone on my Note three. So I mean, you know, it's just one of those things that you know it, it comes a time when you wanna keep up with everything, but you know, if it's not in the card, it's not in the card. You don't have to force it. I mean, like like I said, technology advances so fast that Samsung is busting out two phones, two flagship phones a year. Apple's busting out a phone a year. I mean, it's to the point now, like, yeah, it's hard to keep up with, but at the same time, if you miss one, it's not going to be forever before another one comes out. We we talked about that for quite a while, actually. People are probably like, I don't even care about it anymore. Let let's let's who cares? Phones, phones, phones. Apple, Apple, Apple. Samsung. I do have one more thing uh, to say about it because I forgot. <laughs> I forgot I was I was gonna say it, but I I had a I got caught up. Um, my mind was elsewhere. Um, the edge, the look of the phone is actually pretty cool. Um, the only thing I don't like, which I felt the same exact way I felt when I looked at the S5, which is why I didn't wait on it and why I just got my Note 3 when I did, was because it looks very, very similar to my Note 3. And that's fine because I love my phone. But, I mean, obviously the edge part is way different. Um it's going to be very interesting how they make a case for that. Um, but the biggest thing that the biggest problem I have is that kind of expanding the screen to wrap the phone is, a, I think a cool idea, but I also worry about how are we going to protect that from breaking? That's, that's like my biggest thing is I'm just kind of thinking of the angles of a case and I know how a case could work. I just don't see how like a screen protector would. That's my biggest thing. Uh, Really, I think you just got to kind of look at it as, okay, so one, it's probably going to be Gorilla Glass Generation 2 at least minimum. So it's going to be a little tougher than a regular screen. Two, you just you, – and, and number two, you just, you just got to not drop your phone. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to because if you drop it on the left side of the phone, it's going to be just like you dropping your phone now. It might scuff it a little bit, but chances are you're going to be okay unless you hit the corner. Then your whole screen's going to go. But if you drop it on that right side, I just don't 
know how much confidence I would have in it to not break. And you bring up a good point with the case. You're going to have to do some kind of like, you know, those those straps that they had that you could wrap your like camera around your wrist so you wouldn't drop it. You're going to start seeing people with those on their Note 4 so that they don't accidentally drop it. And I mean, okay, patent pending. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, kidding. definitely don't take uh, that idea. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's try to move on from that because I I'm pretty sure we spent a solid like 15 minutes talking just about about phones in general and and a little bit of apple stuff we're just trying to get so people this, what they want john just trying to get a, what that's they true need. that's true we 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 live to entertain the viewers okay so this next story um a guy named david fries as in french fries was <laughs> is a motorcyclist in manchester um and, and he ran from the police Okay, well, one, that's a bad idea because you're going to get caught. But after slamming into a guardrail and then ditching the vehicle, he led police on an hour-long foot chase, which is a really long time. Got to give the guy props for that. Uh, He was finally arrested with help from a police dog and then treated for medical injuries from the police dog. That sucks for him. But the police had clocked him on the motorcycle um, at 127 miles per hour. That's fast. But while they that's were That's not hard to him, do on he... a motorcycle, though, just so people know. Like, depending on the size of the motorcycle, that's really not that hard to do. Like, you could probably get up to that very quickly on a motorcycle. It's not hard to do, but it's fast when the speed limit on, if, even if he was on the highway, was only like 70, 75. Well, here's the, th- here's <laughs> the thing. You know you're going that fast. Like, no, no, no. Like, he's completely in the wrong. But, I mean... I'm just letting the people know that, like, it's really not that hard to get that fast. Like, that wasn't like he was driving for, like, an hour trying to get there. I mean, it's really not that hard to make it that fast on a motorcycle. Oh, yeah, definitely. But when he was being arrested, he bragged to the police that he had reached 185 miles per hour on the motorcycle. That is just stupid. Okay? That is just possibly the dumbest thing i've ever heard because he was in custody and anything he says canon will be used against him so they have proof that he was going 127 miles per hour but then he sat there and admitted that he was going much faster and i mean if the speed limit was 70 miles an hour he was going 115 miles an hour over the speed limit that is a fat ticket. That is a ticket that no one would want to have and that I personally hope I would never get. But then again, I'm not going to go 185 miles an hour on the highway unless I'm on the Autobahn. Then it's okay. Well, I mean, the way I feel about it is like this. You know, it's – it's – how do I want to say this? It, when, you're, when you're going that fast, like you know you're going that fast. You're on a, you're on a two-wheel vehicle. Like – you know you're going that fast. Like, I definitely, definitely don't feel sorry for the guy. But at the same time, it's one of those things like, you know, driving is a privilege. It's not, you're not entitled to it. It's not a right. It is a privilege. You don't have to drive, and the state does not, or the country does not have to let you drive. So, you know, and being on a motorcycle is considered driving. So, you know, when you do dumb things like that, bad things happen, and you reap what you sow. I mean, but... 
my question to you is you said that he led them on an hour long foot like foot chase, correct? Yeah. And he was taken down by a canine, correct? Yeah. At what point during that hour did they like make the decision on we should probably get a dog out here? Like why did it take them an hour of chasing this guy, which once again, track star. because uh, I know I can run for hours straight. Um but what level like what in like why did it take an hour for them to come to that? Like if I see him take off running and like he's running, like he's like, I'm not trying to go to jail at all. I'm sending a dog. Like, there's no way I'm trying to do that. By, like, there's no way that chase, if I'm a police officer, is lasting an hour. Like, that chase is lasting 15 minutes. Like, swear to God. Like, if I can't catch you in, in like, five minutes of running, I'm sending a dog after you. I don't care that much. Well, the, the – here's what I think. Now, that there was not any information really on the chase or anything like that, so everything that I'm about to say is 100% speculation. But what I think probably the situation was is he ran into the woods. That would be number one. I don't think it was a flat-out run in the middle of a field that they're chasing him run. I think that he probably ran into the woods and was hiding. But still, even then, as soon as you run into the woods, that's a canine thing. Like, that is immediately, like, on every movie that you've ever seen, like, the first thing you see when, like, somebody runs to the woods is – the cops bring the dogs out sniffing for him. Like, that is, like, the number one first option. Like, oh, he's in the woods. Oh, we got to get the dogs out because we're not going to see him. He could be hiding in a tree. Like, we don't know. So you got to bring the dogs out. Like, I feel like that should have been numero uno. He's running into the woods. Get the canine units. Like, that's immediate. Yeah, and and the thing is, though, he ran into the woods. Okay, cops are like, okay, he's in the woods. We know where he started at. We've got something that we can have the dog smell. Now we have to get the dog. They did not say how far they were from a canine unit. The canine unit was most likely probably at the station or something like that. That could be a 15 to 20 minute situation there. They don't know. They didn't say how far they chased him by vehicle or anything like that, how far they were from the nearest police station. So one, they've got the time they're waiting on the dog to get there. The second thing is he's moving this entire time. So once they do get the dog there and they get the dog out and they give the dog something of the guy sent, they generally don't send the dog running on his own like wild because then they have the problem of if the guy's too far away and the dog gets too far ahead, they're not going to be able to find either of them. And so they most of the time the dog is on some sort of a leash and the person is jogging with him. So this so this guy's got, you know, a 15, 20 minute head start on him. And then he's probably still moving. They're moving with the dog. So it just took time. You know, that, that's one of the unfortunate things about Hollywood is that they don't usually express how long time has actually, uh, how much time would have passed in real life situations in the movie. You know, they'll, they'll do something like somebody will learn how to, like a whole dance routine, for example, they'll learn it in five minutes of the movie, three minutes of the movie. Montage, Probably montage, took, baby. Come on. Yeah, montage style. Yeah, but that's going to take you a lot longer than three minutes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Know? I completely understand. And, I, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not downing the police, you know, at all. I mean, I'm just, I just feel like personally, if I was a officer of the law and I was chasing after a suspect, I just don't see why. I mean, I understand from that point of view, why it could have taken an hour before that they managed to capture the guy. But 
I just, like I said, Swilight like Jesus, I just feel like it wouldn't have taken me that long. Yeah, and, I mean, who knows? No one really knows the situation hasn't been published yet, so was, we'll keep an eye on it. If anything interesting happens, we'll we'll bring it up again. Uh, we're we're at about 45 minutes or so here, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of speed through the rest of this fairly quickly. And so there's only we only got two things left: some big news and and then our you know our little spiel for the end. So we're gonna go ahead and get started on that. The final frontier space um, <laughs> so nasa approved construction of the most powerful rocket to ever have been built and it is designed to take astronauts to mars the rock the rocket is going to cost an estimated seven billion dollars and is scheduled for a test launch in november of 2018 so it's going to take them almost four it's going to take them four years to build it and then it's going to take them another 12 years before they actually take any live people to Mars. I hope I'm an astronaut in 12 years because I really want to go to space. It's it's definitely on the top of my bucket list to make it to space before I die. Do I want to go to Mars? If I could get there a lot quicker than, it's, than, a, than an actual journey takes, sure I would. But am I going to spend six months i think it is to get to mars in a rocket no no i'm not i'm not gonna do that <laughs> but it, I, I love space um i'm a big fan of of alien stuff and spacey stuff and sci-fi and and so it's always been a dream of mine to go to space and you know i mean but it, it it's about time i mean we've conquered the planet Maybe the depths of the ocean we haven't necessarily conquered, but we've conquered all the land on this planet, and it's time for us to go find something else. You know, we, we've we been here for a long time, and, and we have nothing left to discover, and we're, we're creatures of discovery. We love discovering, so it, it's time for us to branch out, and I'm glad that they're finally taking initiative and actually going to start doing it. Yeah, I mean, you know, just to quickly touch on it, I mean, I like space. Um I'm probably not a big fanboy from as space as you are. Um, personally, I don't know if I would do it just because I have that fear of go up in the rocket ship, something happens, stranded in space. I don't want that. I just I can't deal with that. Uh, I'll kill myself. Uh, I will go crazy if I was stuck in space for like more than 24 hours. Actually, probably more than five hours. To be honest, with you. I couldn't do it. Um, but it, it, I think it's a great idea. I think it's an interesting idea. The one thing that I hate, and this isn't necessarily about this idea, it's more about projects in general, is when you tell me that there's something cool like this happening, but then you tell me it won't be ready for four years, I feel kind of like I just, you know, I just kind of like really like I was excited and now I'm like, I have to be excited for four years. Like, I'm not going to be excited for four years. Like, when this is completed and they're supposedly like ready for it, I'm not going to care anymore. Like, I care now, but I don't care anymore. I'm not going to care then. And, and beyond that, you have to be excited for 16 years before I, any actual people are on it. And and I, I feel your pain on that. It's it's worse than, like, because, like, when they, when they released the new movies coming out, like Star Wars, for example, they released it last year that they were going to make a new Star Wars movie. I was super ecstatic, and then I found out that it wasn't going to come out until 2015. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my gosh, that's forever. It was only two years. This is 
we're talking four years and 16 years for a situation like this. So now when they say a movie's going to come out in two years, it might not be so bad. <laughs> um, Aaron, because you fear being stranded in space, you should definitely watch Gravity because I'm pretty sure that's what that movie is about. They get uh, stranded in space and they're just sitting there waiting for someone to come save them. And they're literally like in space, outside, in space. If that makes any sense, just like chilling in their space. So you want to ta- you want to tell me to watch a movie? I don't fear it necessarily. Like, it's not on my like when you say, "Oh my God, stuck in space!" Like I don't gasp, but I mean, I just wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. Like I don't know of anyone who would like want to be stuck in space. Like this doesn't seem like something you want to do. Now, what you can do is you can buy a ticket for Virgin Galactic for the low price of $1 million. And they will take you into space for like 30 minutes. Let me sell, you know, my Bugatti outside right quick and go up there for an hour. But whatever. I mean, I'm not... I don't I don't care about space like that. Like, a million dollars is a million dollars. Like, there's so much other stuff. Like, I, like, if I had a million dollars right now, the last thing on my list would be to go to space. If they said you can go to space or we can give you a million dollars right now, I'd be like, give me the million dollars because I have bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? My bills are still going to be here after I go up in space. Oh, definitely. Unless, you know, unless you, like, get transported to some kind of weird alien world, then you never come and back. And see, I don't want to do, do that then. either. I don't <laughs> want that to happen. So, like, I, I think I'm just going to stay here, you know, on the ground where it's normal and, um, I ain't got no time for that. All right. Well, speaking of time, that's our next story. Time change. Uh, so there was a campaign Woo-hoo! started, and and the project was to make a watch that would display the time on the back of your hand, and it looks really cool. They've raised more than a million dollars, and the the company behind the concept, which is titled Ritit, R-I-T-O-T. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Obviously, I I I, I don't know how to say it the right way. <laughs> but uh, there, that's the concept name of it, and it's actually a pretty cool looking device. But it does not have a properly functioning test version yet, and they've promised people that have donated money if they've donated $120 or more, they'll receive a watch when it's launched. Now, it is it is September 2014. If they're going to launch it in 2015, that means they have a year and like three months to develop this, produce it, and get it shipped out. As a person that donated at least $120 to this project, I don't know how I would feel if... Hold on, you downloaded... Wrote, wait, did you donate money to this? No, I said if. Oh, oh. If I were... This is all theoretical. Um, so disappointed if, for a second. <laughs> if I were to donate this $120 or more for this project, to be promised to get one when it was done... I don't know how I would feel if they rushed just to meet a date. I would rather them push it back to 2016, you know, early to mid-2016. That way I knew that my $120 was well spent and I got an 
a, a good functioning product that worked well and and did what I what I wanted it to do and did it well because the thing about it is they've got the money now but they don't even have a test version ready and to develop something like this they're going to have to test it a bunch my biggest thing is 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 this is why I don't like you to put a date on something before you know that's going to be the date like if you're going to tell me this is going to be ready in 2015 I need to it like I need it to be basically done in 14. Like I have to have it basically done because that's the thing is that you know I am looking at the images of it and it looks dope. Um, I really like it. It kind of reminds me of the Nike Fuel Band. Yeah, when you when you see it when you see like the pictures of it to, like just by itself, it kind of looks a little bracelety, which I mean essentially that's what it is. But when you see it actually on hand, it actually looks kind of. I would, I personally, as a guy, wouldn't mind wearing it. Um, I don't think it looks that bracelety. Um, uh, the only thing I kind of worry about is that I just don't feel like this is. I don't feel like people wear watches like that. I think it, it's going to be a nice craze for like a good, maybe year, and then after that, it's going to die just because. Can you see it in the sunlight? You know, it, it, I just feel like there's a lot of factors that go into you know this that I don't. I don't think that they've thought about but i mean once again if they're raising a million dollars and trying to produce this next year i imagine they've probably done their r&d so i could be wrong i just you know I- i'm not sold on it yet i have to see i would have to see a test version like what you're saying <laughs> yeah and and uh, according to their website they do they have figured out the the way to make it work both at night and in the daylight um but I mean, I just it, – it's fine if you want to give it a tentative date. You could say, you know, potential release date would be 2015. That way you're not promising anything. You're not setting anything in stone. You have the ability to alter that date as needed, and you're not getting anybody's hopes up. And again, if I were a funder, I would be more along the lines of get it right, spend the time, do what needs to be done. Because I donated money. I am basically a stockholder in this company at this point, and I want a product that is good. I don't want to spend $120 plus on something that is going to be virtually useless. Basically. And so, you know, you know, which to wrap this up quick, because we're running over on time, uh, we, you know, it's, I feel like looking at it, I have to see how much it's going to cost. Um, but it wouldn't be, I personally do like to wear watches. I don't wear them all the time. Um, I feel like they're more of like a, of an accessory for more of like a more serious type of deal. Like, you know, when I, like when I dress up generally, I try and maybe throw on a watch. I have a couple nice watches, you know, that I try and throw on cause I do like them. Um, but I mean, I had to see price wise and I just kind of had to see how it works. I, I would have to, I'd have to research it a lot more before I would invest because essentially what I'm looking at here. I, I can't see this watch going for less than $100, if not more. So that's why I'm just kind of looking like, you know, if this thing is going to be upwards of $100, I, this has got to be worth $100. Right. Okay, so we're, we're going to leave that at that. Um, if, if anybody has, you know, comments about it, be sure to let us know. Let us know how you feel about it. We're, we're welcome. You're welcome to, to let us know, give your opinion. Um, so for the big news... 
we're excited to welcome our first guest onto the talkish show on our podcast next Saturday. Uh, local celebrity musician Grady Frazier is going to be on the show for a live interview and a live performance, which is pretty awesome. Which we should explain what local means because people, people, local, when we say local, we mean local to us in relation. We are a Missouri based podcast. So we want to, we don't want to say local for anybody listening like on the West coast or on the far East coast. And they're thinking that it's in their town. We are a Missouri based podcast, uh, men in Missouri to be uh, more exact. So that's what we mean when we say local. So he's going to be on our show next Saturday. So be sure to check out that show um, and catch our shenanigans as well as an interview and a live performance from Grady Frazier. Uh, so we're going to we're going to go ahead and, and we really kind of exceeded our time limit that I had planned on at least. Um, so if you have any questions that you would like us to answer on the show, email them to us at talkishshow at gmail.com. Check out our all-new website at thetalkishshow.weebly.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thetalkishshow. Follow us on Twitter at talkishshow. And last but not least, hit the subscribe button down below. If you're interested in downloading a copy of the podcast for on-the-go listening, whether you're at home, work, working out, or pretty much doing anything else, you can access that information in the info pane below. If you enjoy the show, let us know and support us by telling your friends, family, and coworkers. And remember, without you, we're just two guys talking to ourselves.